0: Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody. <laughs> and welcome there to High is. on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from Uh, I am Mackie from the UK and joining us this week from Australia,
1: we have Bobo Hawk. G'day. Okay, okay Grammys, how are we today? Sorry, I was just in the middle of taking a sip of coffee. It's Bubble Hockey here from New South Wales, Australia. Nice. We always have Monkey, of course. Hello everybody, Monkey down here in the Southeast okay. US. Hold on
0: a second. Now the intro music's playing. What the oh, fuck? Sweet. Oh, fuck. Mackie, this is the best intro you've ever done, man. No, it's like the thing is <laughs> the thing is the, the, the music cut itself off when I came into the introduction thing. So why oh, has it yeah. started playing now? This fuck! What the actual fuck? Sorry, monkey.
2: <laughs> I'm going like, okay. So all this complaining, and that's right. Uh huh. What the fuck, man? Shit. Excuses,
0: excuses, man. No, it, it, it's so pro, so pro. Anyway, how you doing, monkey? You good? Yeah, monkey. What? Yeah, I'm
3: here.
0: You he just lost the
2: ball. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I, I was ripping the bong. <laughs> all right.
0: Oh. <laughs> it's uh, smooth today, isn't it, everybody? How you doing, Marge? You good?
3: <laughs> yeah, it appears that uh, nothing's changed since I left. So Marge here from Canada, coming at you from downtown Toronto
0: today. She's <laughs> traveling today, <laughs> traveling. Right, that's right. So what are you doing in Toronto, Marge?
3: I was at the uh, Lift & Co Cannabis Expo all weekend.
0: Sweet. And of course, everybody knows that you've been to Mexico,
3: Yes, it was also there. It
0: was fantastic. Do you see any weed farms? No, I'm afraid not. I would have had to go hunting some of them down, man. That would be sweet. Go see some of those. <laughs> the weed farms? They got plenty of those up in Oregon, man. Yeah. So no GBGB is on holiday this week. TG he's doing some family stuff, so it's just the four of us today. So we've got some news to cover. We're going to talk in the grow guides about um, temperatures and humidity, and that thing that's uh, VPD. Yeah. So what we're saying about cannabis news, we have some good news out of Thailand. Should we, I mean, I'm sure plenty of people already heard about this one. The yeah,
2: uh, it came across my news feed a few times this week. What you got? Mm-hmm.
0: And this was sent in by, obviously, Jim on Instagram. He messaged us on Instagram. And if anybody has any news stories that they'd like us to cover in the, in the news next week, you know, you can send it to us on Instagram. Just drop the link in the inbox and all that kind of shit. I fucking hate Instagram though. Put <laughs> <laughs> it on the Instagram, but I hate it. Yeah, I hate Instagram. It's such a shit network. Anyway, let's talk about this. Thai government to distribute one million free cannabis plants to homes. So they're rehoming a cannabis plants. plants. A million. million. Plants. What's the population of Thailand? Does anybody have an idea? We won't look it up right now, but you know that has got to be a good what, sixty million, maybe, maybe more. I have probably no idea, more. Really. It's a, a lot. I have really no idea. Mm. But a lot of people, a lot of people, I wonder, if, well, let's move on to that. I might say down here, <laughs> the Thai government will distribute one million free cannabis plants to households across the nation next month to mark a new rule, allowing people to grow cannabis at home. So how fucking cool is that? It's like, not only are they like just allowing people to grow, but they're encouraging them to grow now too. What a, what a change. What a, what a turn of the tables. It's crazy, right? But- Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, from, from putting people in jail for it to now you're going and, and trying to give away plants and encourage them. What caused this change?
0: <laughs> Health Minister Anutin Sean Verakal announced the move in a Facebook post on May 8th, in which he expressed his intention for cannabis plants to be grown like household crops. I wonder if that post on Facebook was shadow banned. Hmm. You're not allowed to mention <laughs> cannabis over there, right? Uh, the new rule. Oh,
3: Facebook? No.
0: Yeah, Facebook's so bad, and, and you know, Facebook is also in, in partnership with Instagram, which I also dislike. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> 17 million people in Thailand, Fweet said. Uh, the new rule, which comes into force on June 9th, will allow people to grow cannabis plants at home after notifying their local government. But the plants will have to be one, uh, the plants will have to be of medical grade and exclusively for medical purposes. So, hmm
2: yeah but at least you know this is something it, it this is saying basically that we're going to start a medical program and we're going to at least make the medicine reachable for mm-hmm. everybody
0: so mm-hmm. this Additionally, is encouraging yeah yeah for sure man if everybody if all the countries did this be ha- everybody would happy be happy you know
2: Shoot, yeah, man do it down where i'm in right now i wouldn't i wouldn't complain
0: mm-hmm. yeah. additionally the cannabis cannot be used for commercial purposes without further license the move is the latest step in thailand's plans to promote cannabis as a cash crop okay they they're trying to promote it as a cash crop probably for themselves though not for people because they're selling they're saying it can't be used for cannabis uh, for commercial use when growing i guess you're just are you just trying to get the expertise in the population Maybe well, yeah, that's a good point. About a, about a third of its uh, labour force works in agriculture, according to the World Bank. Uh, there's still more here. In a region notorious for harsh penalties towards illegal drugs, Thailand became the first country in Southeast Asia in 2018 to legalize cannabis for medical research and use. So about the same time as the UK did. So you know we're on about the same same kind of timeline. Sorts out Boris. I'm saying, bro. Send the sort of fucking plant. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and about the same population as well, about 70 million. We have 69 million in the UK, 70 million. So, you know, it's about the same. Come on, man. Come on, man. The, <laughs> the kingdom has also loosened local laws around cannabis, Thai drinks, and cosmetic companies last year rushed to launch products with hemp and cbd, the compound that does not give users a high after their use was approved for commercial for consumer goods. Well done, Thailand, you jammy bastards. You're going to be able to go. And Germany's taking steps forward as well. That might be happening next year or pretty soon, according to James. So, James is well, saying, small steps everywhere. Not here, mate. Well,
3: it'll just... be soon. Mackie, all these other places, eventually, they're going to have to be like, you can't be the only ones not doing it. Mm.
1: What right? are you saying, Hawk? Well, I was just going to say, on that point from Marge, Australia's doing its very best to, to be the last one standing right um, we'll raise <laughs> you to the bottom bro <laughs> right okay it's gonna well, be gonna be put, one of those
3: maybe you can start a pool or something with the Percy people and then you know like, right.
0: uh, a dead pool yeah no yeah. like who's going to be last call, and when call it the, right call it the dank pool Ooh. Uh,
3: yeah
0: but it's so shit <laughs> to see so many countries still struggling with this but it's always good to see countries like Thailand now that have taken a step forward and actually allowing people. But again, this is still only for medical use. So they still have that little step to take forward, still allowing people to grow for recreational use. But you know, is there any recreational user? I suppose it's just. No, users I think it's, all,
3: it's all medical use, isn't it? I mean, if I get, yeah, I get some stress relief from it. So mm-hmm. that's medical.
0: Yeah, for cool. sure. It's, no, it's, it's just it's the condition. Um, would doctors say the condition they're claiming for their cannabis use actually works with cannabis? You know what I mean? Can't find the right mm-hmm. word. Uh, it, they'll let you have it. If you go to the doctor, say you got uh, back pain or you can't yeah. sleep, depression, this list of things. But if you go there, you know, I need it for medical use to chill out after work. And you wonder if there'll be like, no, that's drug abuse. That's recreational use.
2: <laughs> I don't know about that. Stress reduction is big, though. That's that's a
1: real oh, mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stress is a killer. Oh yeah. You can do that here. You're part of part of there's a whole list of um, of different um, conditions and things that qualify for um, for use and and it being used or prescribed by a doctor, dependent on what, well, exactly what it is. Um, but there are a, a list. Of, there's at least fifteen or sixteen different. Um, mental health conditions that they're they treating with cannabis here so it's so encouraging
0: at least just seeing in the chat mm. there um, who, who was it on said take some cuttings and pass them round and it's it, not like that has anything to do with this but I, uh, I've been thinking recently how cool it would be because now it's springtime and loads of people selling plants outside in their gardens and you can walk past all the shops they're selling plants you just get a few little cuttings <laughs> and just pretend it's a smart plant and just just drop it on, on these trays where people are selling plants. And they have no idea what, what the fuck that plant is. Uh, I, I think it would be hilarious, man. And then in six months time when everybody's just got these buds growing. Shit. That hilarious.
2: That's a, the little shop of horrors uh, right there, you know? Totally yeah, eclipse man. of the sun and all of a sudden
0: this plant shows up. Boop. Totally <laughs> eclipse of the sun. I, I love that movie. It's a great film, you know? So be a dentist. (laughs) 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 Say (laughs) ah now. Yeah. Bill Murray's in that. Yeah, you see, it's great, great film. Great film. It's probably the only musical I do like because all the other musicals piss me off. But no shop That's the shit, man. I like that. I like that. Anyway, what a tangent. But tangent, yeah. you, you know how we roll. It happens. It happens. But we should get back onto the news here because we have some other stuff which kind of relates to this in a way. It is kinda. right. Do you want to take so, it away, Monkey?
2: Yeah, why don't I do that? Okay. So this this uh this article can comes from many different spots, but I'm I'm gonna, gonna quote it from the Cannabis Cultivator News. New York Senator files bill to allow community cannabis garden for adults who can't grow at home. So whoa. Hmm. When Mm. I first saw this, I'm going like, this is definitely a high on homegrown story, because guess what? It's homegrown,
0: but not necessarily because this is a communal garden.
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, and this is going to be kind of an interesting situation, though, uh, because it is a communal garden and this is cannabis. So a New Mm. York senator filed a bill on Thursday that would legalize what would essentially be licensed community gardens for people who aren't able to cultivate cannabis at their own homes. The rules for homegrown under New York's adult use marijuana law. I hate to say that word again, but it's in the article here are, are still being developed. But Senator Jeremy Cooney, who is a Democrat, is looking ahead and aiming to address a likely challenge. Another butchered
0: name on high and homegrown.
2: Cooney, <laughs> Jeremy Cooney. CO- oh, you got it. Okay. Cool. Is looking ahead and aiming to address a likely challenge that will emerge for renters and people living in urban areas. Now, if you think about this. New York City, Manhattan is going to be one crowded place. And apartments are not always the biggest spot. So, yeah, you want to grow at home, but there's a lot of people who are going to have trouble even finding a closet, enough space in a closet to grow. Plus, we all all know that a lot of times in rental situations, your landlord won't allow you to grow because of fire hazards and what else like that. So this, this guy wants to go ahead and create community cannabis grows. Or is he going to allow cannabis to be cultivated in community gardens. And you know the article doesn't really go there, but I, it's, this is kind of interesting now because anywhere that I'm aware of that you can, you can exercise your home grow right where it is legal to do so, you're, a lot, you're required to in some way or another control access to that plant so that kids don't get, get hold of it. I mm-hmm. know this is the case, at least in, the, in the, the US, I can't speak for Canada, but everywhere I've been in the US, there has to be some kind of barrier between your plant and kids. So,
0: yes, it's a strange know, one, isn't it?
2: Yeah, you know, your, your, your regular community garden or what you would call allotments there in the UK, you know, there aren't generally any, any locking fences or gates out there to protect your stuff. So if you, if you put cannabis in a situation like that, it could definitely be uncontrollable at that situation. So does this mean that we're going to have a new level of business forming now?
0: A secure locked garden? It's like a lo- lockups. Space? You know, it just, like that. It, it's a field that's just full of or, cages. It could basically be
2: like a mini storage warehouse that maybe you rent an indoor growth space or something like that.
3: Mm. I feel like you'd have to have something anyway because how would you keep people from ripping off your plants otherwise?
2: Yeah, for sure. That's that's what
0: concerns me. Somebody would jump over the fence and chop the plant down and take it.
2: Yeah, I mean, if yeah. you're gonna if you're gonna put this stuff out in the open, then you would have to have 24/7 security guards watching this stuff. I mean, and, and that's just not feasible. So, mm-hmm. while the article doesn't go into that that level of stuff like that, I do think that this is a good idea, and it is going to address a need that a lot of people are going to have. So people who want to grow their own and keep the price down, and maybe doesn't have space. This actually looks like a great uh, niche business for an mm-hmm. uh, entrepreneur in here. You know, a little bit of space. Yeah. uh you, you could be done in a greenhouse mm-hmm. environment a warehouse environment it could be done in an open field with big enough gates and security there if this goes i think this is a wonderful idea man
0: but it, you can get uh like lockups say for example if you're in a band and you want a place to rehearse often you can go to a studio and they'll have lockups where you can hire the room out for like 60 pound a week now mm-hmm. uh, if the if you could do something like that where people could just come along and put their grow gear in there and you know, like a couple of grow tents and shit and they can just pop by a couple of times a week and go and have a look at it. That, yeah, that's I mean, doable, man. But obviously the uh, electricity bills would be expensive.
2: Yeah, but I mean, if, if you set up the space correctly, I'm thinking almost like one of these, uh, you, you store it, mini, mini storage locker situations. You know, if, if it's a climate controlled building situation and you have individual space spaces like rooms that you can rent with an electric meter. So when you plug in your lights and everything in there, yeah, you're paying for your own power. Mm. Uh, so basically all you're doing is renting space there. They could have water uh, somehow or another available, but you could easily build a warehouse that's set up for individual growth spaces. Like I, I could definitely see it in my head right now. I don't know how profitable mm. it's going to be because I mean, even renting like a uh, when we had some flooding one time, renting a space like uh, five feet by 10 feet, Uh, mini storage space is like 50 $60 a month just for that space. Hmm. Um, And if you're adding power and everything else in there, so it could get expensive real fast, but it could be an option. If you're good enough, even if if the space is a little bit pricey, but if you're a good enough grower, I still think you could definitely beat the price on commercial cannabis by growing it yourself.
1: Hmm. Mm. people are savvy too so you you know you'll have somebody come through and look at it and go well i'll get three mates together we'll all chip in to cover the top costs mm-hmm. and then we'll you know what i mean so yep. all, <laughs> all of a sudden the price isn't such a big thing because they've got somewhere that's easy it's it's lockable they don't have to worry about people you know coming in or busting through their front door and stuff like that so i, I like the idea I, th- I think it's a great idea yeah mate.
0: Yeah, fantastic. People, yeah
2: and now new york is actually going to go one step further um, the, the mayor of New York City has, has signaled he's interested in having licensed cannabis grows on the rooftops of public housing in the city. Nice. Mm. But he yes. recognizes there's a potential conflict because these uh, public housing buildings are federally funded. So it's a federal building and he wants to grow cannabis on the roof of it. So he's going to have to ask the administration for a waiver. But he wants to use the, the dead space on top of, of uh, public housing to grow cannabis for the city of New York.
0: Well, the Fed seem to be taking a step back and letting the states take control of a lot of things recently, don't they, Monkey? <laughs> uh,
2: some things, yes, but you
0: know, uh, some things, no. It's one of those deals, you well, know? Yeah, I think they should. Uh, I think that time is coming up where it needs to be decided what they're going to do about cannabis regarding the Fed. Because there's so many states now that have legalized in some way, more than 50% now, isn't it? It's definitely more than 50%.
2: Well, let's see, we have 18 mm-hmm. states already uh, recreational legal. And I would say, mm-hmm. probably, if you're going to look at the percentage of the population, because we have some really big cities in here, we have Los Angeles, mm-hmm. New York, mm-hmm. Chicago, all these, Seattle, uh, big cities, major population centers that are legal. I'm going to guess, and I, I, believe me, um, I'll have to go back later and do the numbers. Probably 70% of the population of the US has got access to, to legal cannabis right yeah. now.
0: But um, not federally legal, isn't it? It's not No, not joke. federally legal, but
2: I mean, you can, they could walk into a dispensary and legally buy cannabis in their mm-hmm. own state. I'm guessing about 70% of the people. Uh, the last time I tracked it, it was just under 50, and that was about two years ago. Um, so you mm-hmm. don't have to have 25 states to get 50% of the population. You just got to have the states where the population is the biggest, and that's California and New York, and we have those.
0: So when the Postman Wayne is going to have a little cannabis lockup
2: <laughs> yeah i don't know but you know it's, it, i like the way new york is approaching this a lot of i mean i'm sure that our listeners from new york are going to say no it's not as good as you think it is but at least they have some ideas here things about public consumption is okay as long as you can smoke there you can you can consume cannabis there i like that yeah Uh, public public growing spaces you know renting someplace that somebody can grow that's that's a huge step for a city to be able to do something like that so Mm -hmm. they're at least Mm -hmm. being innovating and thinking outside of the box they're doing some things that nobody else has tried yet well again it's a
0: a big turnaround again from prosecuting people and sending them to prison for growing cannabis and and now encouraging We, we to, will give you this little space which you can hire to grow your own cannabis. It's crazy that that turnaround and it's happening in a reasonably short amount of time.
2: In order mm-hmm. for cannabis to be accessible by everybody, I'm talking about the, the people of all economic groups, it's going to have to be able to be homegrown by everybody. It's the only way we're going to be able to do this. I mean, some people are simply not going to be able to afford their medicine in, in a dispensary. It's just too expensive. So growing your own is the next best thing. So by all means, making spaces available and having places like Percy's that you can come to and find out exactly how to do it right. Mm -hmm. That's the step in the right Mm -hmm.
0: direction. You saying that much?
3: i was just agreeing. I like it. I like the idea of community gardens, period. So when Mm -hmm. you have one that involves growing cannabis, I think... What a great way to bring some people together that you might not even expect, because, you know, when, the more you get into the cannabis industry, the more you realize it's like people of all walks of life. So it's kind of cool that they're doing that. And I noticed in the article, too, that they have a six plant limit for per household as well. So I don't know how that'll work, but.
2: Yeah, it's a six and per, household, be able
3: to allow, six per yeah.
2: household and only three in flower.
3: Oh, right. I guess I did see that, too.
2: But. So, yeah, that's, and I think in medical, they might be able to get a waiver or somehow or another, get, get more plants. But could you imagine mm-hmm. if you say, if, if we do have a community cultivation center like this, can you imagine a camaraderie that that would build between growers? Because every mm-hmm. time you get to oh, the same place, and they, they all want to know, what are you growing? How are you doing it? Constantly right. Plants? It might, would be fun It'd just be to go down there.
3: Yeah. It would be probably be real, like a real community group, like, you know, sort of fostering community centers around these gardens. So. <laughs> Oh, which helps right, to break the stigma around it as well, right? Everyone's all, oh, we legalized. You know, it's going to be, cities going to be overrun with a bunch of stoners. but.
0: Imagine you go it's down got down a smoking party. lounge there too. So, you know, people go check their plants, do shit, go sit down in the community lounge and smoke together from the Dude. weed that they've grown in that place. Damn.
2: Yeah. All you Damn. have to do is allow smoking in the garden and then there you go.
0: Because
2: <laughs> in, in so remember, say- if you can smoke, you can smoke cannabis. So as long yeah. as smoking's allowed in the garden, go for it.
3: It's like that in Toronto, like in Ontario too. You can legally smoke wherever you can smoke cigarettes, and I, everywhere I've been, all I smell is weed all over the city. It's great. You say it's it's great. There's certain people that
0: complain about that smell,
2: though.
3: I know, but I love it.
0: Yeah, it's fucking it's illegal where I am,
3: but it still
1: smells of weed everywhere.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah, great. Yeah,
1: well you saying? I was going to say, I like the idea of it as far as um, bringing a community together, because, you know, once you start getting people together like that, and they're growing, um, you know, they're all growing different strains and things, the conversation will then turn to things like, you know, well, what else do you grow? What, what else are we doing? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you've got a community of people growing all different vegetables and things. And it's, you know, they're serving their own community with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're trading those those fruits and vegetables, and, and it makes it You know, I I, I like, I really do like the idea behind it. I mean, I think they've got a few hurdles and a few different things to sort of iron out, but if they can get it in the works, I I really think it'd be a great idea.
3: It would be great to see it put together as a model that they could do in other places as well. Hopefully they'll, Hmm. they'll think about doing something like that so that, you know, it works well in these parts of New York and maybe they can transplant these ideas, no pun intended, to like, you know, Ontario or somewhere in this other places in the States, wherever else. You
2: know
0: growing weed is legal
3: the uk this is... the uk it's gonna on, happen australia please. and Jesus. ireland and all those places. <laughs>
2: well you can you imagine these businesses that would do this you know have the community garden set up they could offer how-to classes and they could they could sell just like a hydro shop nutrients and soils and pots this could be a real business for somebody to run real money maker hmm.
0: Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's a good point right there, Bill, in from Blazing Stars. Yo, guys, what if there's a hermit in the community garden? Mm. And that's a fact, no. you know? Yeah, Hermes, some
3: of the, the hurdles.
0: Or, or somebody's growing regs in, in,
2: in an area that's not supposed to have regs. Mm. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, these are all things to think about, but I'm still saying I like the idea.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean You'd have like to it. have the correct extraction, if, and it would have to be done indoors. To do it outdoors is too risky.
2: Well, if you're doing it indoors, you could do a HEPA filter situation on each unit. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And then that way you wouldn't have pollen going from one to the next. I think I would, if I was doing it, I would almost need that in in a large warehouse situation.
3: The only Um, problem is that might just increase the cost of doing it. mm
0: -hmm. Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, Yeah. but all things to figure out, and we'll have to figure out, but.
0: Yeah, it's a nice problem to have.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: So and
2: maybe, more goodness. So say, say maybe you just institute a guideline saying you only grow feminized seeds, which could, you know, re- reduce the problem, but usually have Hermes,
0: but you know, much less of a problem. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, you'd have to have somebody like uh checking plants every week or so. Yeah. But that, that's for
2: the business owner to decide how that's gonna run. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, we mm-hmm. like the idea they can fix the problems.
0: That's right. now yeah, pollen gets out and spreads. Sorry, man. Where there's a will, there's a way. Oh, yeah. It seems like we always figure, figure it out when it comes to weed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's
2: like you've heard TG said
0: that, and then
2: Marge, I think you, you've mentioned it too, that when people grow uh, stuff outdoors in Canada, even if you're growing feminized seeds, you always end up with one or two seeds in your, in your stuff because you got hemp growing in the area,
0: you know?
3: Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah, it's not uncommon.
0: So you have some good news as well, Marge seems like more good news yeah
3: i do i'm just gonna say sorry to john finnegan right now because he was looking for some bad
0: news (laughs) and i can feel better about
3: living in a country where cannabis is illegal so unfortunately this article will not fit that bill john but cannabis brand first to have logo on a pro sports jersey what amazing right Wow. this was from May
0: but that it's does that audio. mean that if they're like in YouTube videos and shit, the YouTube video is going to get censored cause, <laughs> because of the branding?
3: Fucking... Uh, no, I don't think the uh pro sports team nor the cannabis brand are all that well known. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know you probably don't have to worry too much but uh, a U- it's a US brand so this is out of the state uh, the brand Star Buds has become the first cannabis company to place its logo on a professional sports team's uniform cool. and they are the, now the official sponsor of the Colorado Summit the state's first professional ultimate disc team uh, so this professional sports team is ultimate frisbee I guess or ultimate disc oh so that's
1: so lame
3: I had a feeling. I'm sure glad you said it, it first, Becky.
2: But yeah, uh, <laughs> no offense to Ultimate Players, but I was expecting something a little bit more.
3: More, well, you got to start somewhere.
0: Yeah, for sure. Is is true. You do it, have you to. Yeah.
3: It. And if you can do it with uh, Ultimate Disc or oh, ultimate man. Crazy, it's then it's just what's next?
0: I mean, Frisbee's cool. I'd like, I like that game. I like the whole idea of trying to throw it into that goal they have and shit. That's cool. That's shit. But uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ultimate Disc, <laughs> come on, man. That's such a lame name for a sport. Shit.
3: Well, I, we we called ultimate frisbee up here, but I don't know. I'm not familiar with. You ultimate probably can't say frisbee
0: anymore because frisbee was the actual like the first frisbee, the first flying disc that was made, and yeah. by we a guy. Called called oh, frisbee. that's like
3: the, the brand name.
0: Yeah, its like there's something I else. Mm-hmm. Just, something brand name right. was Whammo. All right, so well, frisbee was a brand of frisbee though. Frisbee you was know, just you know. their name, a name for the flying disc, but that and was then the it frisbee. was made big. Okay. Yeah,
2: and it was made by, I believe it was Whammo that made the Frisbee.
0: Hey, well, oh, what's the score with boomerangs? Sorry, it's quick. Take- anyway, no, let's score with
1: boomerangs. So, I, 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 <laughs> I, I we can do give you a run, this,
3: yeah. this, this pro sports team, just to keep it on track, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we we boomerang? Discuss, we, can, we can discuss the merits of terminology later. But okay. this sports team, uh, their season opens it looks like it's probably already opened in seattle it said on saturday so that was probably a week ago so you could already go and see this ultimate just team playing with the star buds branding on all their stuff they also sponsor the colorado summit beer garden so i don't know if that means you can get beer and joints when you go to watch the games or not i don't know maybe that's coming Man, that's so cool but, but i'm speculating on that you probably can't but Fox Sports will be broadcasting two of the team's live live games at home nationally this season. So they are going to be getting some eyeballs. And for those of you that don't know, Ultimate Frisbee, whatever the hell you want to call it, is being considered for admission to the 2028 Olympics because Ultimate Frisbee and disc golf are two very fast-growing sports that uh, feature many cannabis users as players.
0: For sure, man. It's am like, I, I? this is this yeah. a sport I would play. I would do this one.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a, I, and my well, dog can play
0: played. this too.
3: Well, <laughs> I guess the could. ultimate frisbee player, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's an interesting article. It's kind of good news. Yeah, maybe it's not like the NBA or anything like you know, that. No, it's not yet, Manchester United but... yet. <laughs> no, but... You know, once you start getting it out there and eyeballs on this kind of thing, they're sort of uh, breaking a little,
0: some barriers. With That's it. It breaks show. barriers, doesn't it? No, it's it. Yeah. Cannabis has been on a sports team t shirt, sets a precedent. And now, well, other teams can do and it.
3: don't forget didn't the NFL sponsor some cannabis related research? With yeah, the yeah, university, yeah. some university out in Saskatchewan so maybe yeah. the NFL will at some point be more open to having sponsorship from cannabis brands at some point especially if it goes even federally
0: yeah
2: uh, so. I'm kind of curious about that because there's you know there are certain laws within professional sports that you can't have uh, like cigarette ads and alcohol ads and things like this and they used to like the, mm. the in a baseball stadium the entire you know outfield uh, fences would be plastered in. Alcohol and, and cigarette ads back in the day, and they had to get rid of that because they said, "Oh my gosh, what's it doing to the kids?" I'm just curious how long it's going to take before cannabis gets gets branded the same way,
3: right? Because we have to consider the kids. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's always
2: the way. Well, anytime it's <laughs> an adults-only thing, it's usually regulate relegated to nope, can't have it here. This is family space.
0: Artman says that he's so. done uh, the frisbee golf.
3: Sorry what
0: was that? Art Artman one of our members he says that he's done the frisbee golf before. He's got a set of oh, discs. Oh yeah, I shit
3: I've played frisbee golf. We have in my actually I'm in Peterborough Ontario and there's a huge disc golf community
2: here
0: no and the course
3: is all over the place. Yeah. another thing we don't have out. in the UK play,
0: man what the fuck. i
3: you know at was?
2: it. I'm not good at it at all.
0: We don't have a lot of no, land here much.
3: But... <laughs> oh. <sorry. laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah we've got like
0: 10 times the population of Canada in 100 times less land. Mm-hmm.
3: That's fair. Although a lot of disc golf courses you'll find in like public parks just because they put the baskets up and yeah. people just go out and use them in public parks. That's what makes the port, port so popular, I think, because mm. it's so accessible. You usually don't have to pay. Like most of the courses around here are free.
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: it's a great way to spend an afternoon in the sunshine, smoking a joint and yep. throwing some discs.
0: Can oh, high
1: and yeah. throw some frisbees and shit. I, w- yeah. I was going to say great. that's 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 a foot in the door for then you know having a a competition where it's fine to be high as shit throwing around <laughs> things. You know what I mean? Like I'd love to, I'd love okay. to see him get involved in lawn bowls. That'd yeah. be a good one.
0: This could be when cannabis finally becomes a performance enhancing drug.
1: There <laughs> yeah. yeah. you go.
0: Yeah. Like,
3: like,
2: more, more good news.
0: Yeah, well, that's very cool. So we're moving forward everywhere by, by the way it looks anyway. Yeah, we have well, a, all bad news this week, is it? Huh? I don't think so. What, you, what have you got, Boba Hawk? Have you got any bad
1: news for us? I'm I'm going to tickle that itch for John. There you, um, go. So, nice. there you go, John. <laughs> One for so, you. Um, so they've done a little bit of study. Um, so since our uh, our government in 2016 um, started a medicinal cannabis program, um, they've been Following prescriptions um, and specifically prescriptions for um, different things, what what they're using it for, just trying to get their own gauge on on effectiveness, I suppose. Um, and a few a few stark things have come out of it that um, it's it's not great uh, for a couple of states. Um, so more than half of all the prescriptions for medicinal cannabis in Australia are written by doctors in Queensland. Um, so Queensland is just one state, obviously, um, here. And to have half of the prescriptions being written by doctors up there, there's, with, and they're saying that, that it's often given for conditions there's little evidence medicinal cannabis can treat. Um, so they're kind of fighting um, our health board here. Um, so medicinal cannabis products such as capsules, creams, oils, lozenges, sprays, and granulated flowers were approved for prescription 159,665 times wow. um, between the start of the cannabis program in February 2016 and September 2021. Um, so that's research by uh, the University of Sydney's Lambert Initiative for Cannabinoid Therapeutic. Um, so... Data obtained through freedom of information request to drugs regulator, the TGA or Therapeutic Goods Administration, um, revealed the age of those prescribed the drugs, reason for prescribing and the state where the prescription was made. Um, So they've recently made some of that information uh, publicly publicly available. uh, And it says that uh, medicinal cannabis prescriptions have now reached more than 247,000 through the data published. Um, researchers have found that anxiety was the reason given for 16% of, um, of prescriptions. Flower based medicinal cannabis prescriptions were the most common for anxiety. Um, and then they go on to say, despite a lack of high quality clinical studies showing treatments made from flour that were effective for the condition, uh, pain was the most common reason for medicinal cannabis being described at 61% of prescriptions, 5.7% uh-huh. uh, of prescriptions for sleep disorders. And the data shows that prior to 2020, people between 45 and 52 had the highest incidence of prescriptions. After 2020, those between 20 and 31 years uh, were the predominant age group for being prescribed. Uh, Queensland was the source of 51% of prescriptions between 2016 and 2021. Um, Now, the lead author of the study, Sarah McPhail, and I'm hoping I say that right, it looks like I've said it right, it's okay, Fiona. It's sweet, we do. Um, look, it says it's unclear why the age demographic had changed uh, or why so many prescriptions were being made in Queensland. Um, a co author on the papers said um, an interesting but unexplained finding was that prescriptions of topical creams containing CBD were being written for convulsions. Um, so, these, this usage has not been extensively explored, and they're aware of clinical trials in the space. Um, so, Basically, um, it's going on and saying that they're, even though we're getting all of these prescriptions, it's not, they're, they're saying we don't have enough clinical evidence. Um, so the, the Australian government's basically saying we need more evidence, we need more research done um, across the board here. <laughs> but unfortunately, at the same time, it goes on to say further on that the use of medicinal cannabis to treat pain is controversial here in Australia. The Australian Faculty of Pain Medicine suggests cannabinoid products should not be described to treat chronic non-cancer pain unless the patient is being treated as part of a registered clinical trial, so that better evidence can be gathered. Um, so it's frustrating, you, into... that shit, isn't it? Where,
0: where doctors will tell you that doesn't work for your pain, when you take the shit and know for sure that it does, but the
1: doctor's still going to tell you that it doesn't. So this is, and this next bit's what's really, this is, this is where the bad news comes in for John. So it says down here that um, New South Wales, the chief health officer, Dr. Kerry Chant, has secured funding from the New South Wales Cannabis Medicines Advisory Service, um, which gives advice and evidence-based information to doctors. Um, A lot of doctors end up not going ahead with prescriptions after getting advice from that service. So, What's what's happening is in New South Wales, South Australia, and Victoria, um, a lot of the doctors are getting onto this uh, medicines advisory service, and if it, the the main pain advisory board here has said not to use cannabis for for pain related, even though the rest of the world's looking at it and going, yeah, perfect, works great, does everything it says it's done on the box, you know, let's get it in there. For some reason, we have a board that's telling doctors not to prescribe it and not to use it unless it's a very last form resort or um, they're going to put them on a clinical trial for it. So it's, it's getting increasingly harder for people in some of the other states, especially New South Wales, um, Victoria and things like that to actually get their hands on, on cannabis for their conditions because of this. And, and a lot of that information that that advisory board is using is, is, does come from, from propaganda and it's, it's, yeah, it's not helping at the moment. So it's a little bit of sad news on our front. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As if
2: they're saying it doesn't work for pain. Come on. You and I both know bubble Hawk that it's probably one of the best things in the world for pain and it Mm -hmm. should be on the front line for things like arthritis and back pain. And my gosh,
1: yeah, look, I mean, I'm, I think that it should be one of the first things um, that, that they give to people, you know, within, you know, talk to your doctor. I'm not saying you know cannabis cure is all because, right, right, you right. know, but what I am saying is that it should not be a last resort. There should be the option for people to choose whether they want to use a pharmaceutical um, produced pill or whether they want to use cannabis and, and to have that option should be across the board. It, it shouldn't be. Up to the doctor to tell you, you know, it's your right. If you know what I mean, it, you, you should be mm-hmm. able to treat your condition the way you see fit, um, as long as you have the information to do so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, the information being spread here isn't. Um, it's 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 leaning more towards prohibition than it is leaning towards helping people. So,
0: stupidness, man. After all this time, after all these places that are legalised for medical use as well, and they still wanna see. Ignore you should have
1: put you should have put my news story first, man, because then at least you don't end on a downer on the news stories. That's <laughs> <sighs> <Yeah. laughs> it's a good point. I think you went
0: first last week though. I didn't want to put on the pressure just, again. Uh, you know, it's a lot of okay. pressure going first in front of all of these people. <laughs> Art man is a bit pissed off by all this, you know, better evidence, holy shit, what does it take? And it's a good question, man. What the fuck does it take, really? And do, do they not share studies around the world in between all these different countries and universities that do these studies? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what makes what
1: makes it what makes a study done in the UK different to a study done in the US? Right? You know, mm-hmm. it's, like it's it's more than fine for them to do a study on different drugs and use them and use those studies to justify using that drug, you know, in, in treatment for other conditions. Why is it different for cannabis? So fascinating
0: uh huh. What the actual fuck, man? But it's because you can grow it yourself, and you don't need a laboratory to make it. And they can't grind it up into a little white powder and stick it in a pill and sell it to you. This can't is why. Yeah, this it's just because you can grow it at home. Simple as that. That's the big problem. If you couldn't grow it at home, if they could control where it was all coming from, then it would be fully legalized. And this is one of the reasons why I think alcohol is legal because you can make it so easily at home. just need some water to go moldy pretty much. (laughs) Add some fucking sugar and it'll make it'll make alcohol of some kind. Get some fruit, squash it up, let it go moldy and you'll have some kind of alcohol. (laughs) It's really hard for them not to, you know, it's really hard for them to stop people being able to do that. But when it comes to growing cannabis, you need tents, lights, Well, you you know, you don't necessarily need that if you grow it outside, but it's difficult to grow outside. You need to be in the right temperatures and environment and, and all that shit. It's a fast man. Sick of this shit.
1: Mm, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan.
0: No, neither. Wonder how much longer we we have to go into one like
1: March. Uh... Let's <laughs> <laughs> ask that question. That, you know? We'll I know, ask there. that question a lot. To be fair, mm. uh, when do you think when do you think Australia's going to legalize? Well, mate, you it's you got better chance picking the Melbourne Cup winner. It's it's, it's just it's so hard. <laughs> to actually read into what they're doing. Um, you know, I'm looking at this, this election coming up going, well, you know, there's an opportunity here, but whether that, whether that opportunity presents and, and they, they grab it and take advantage of it on I mean, there's been a lot of talk, uh, a lot of talk about cannabis across, um, you know, because we've got a, a legalized cannabis Australia party now that's running in the Senate um, and they're, and they're running for, uh, for federal government. So, and and in every state they've got members now in every state, which was a massive undertaking when the, the government decided to up the um up the numbers that you needed re- that you required to mm-hmm. register your party. So just out of the blue, just before the election, they bumped that up on everybody. So then all the all the independents were scrambling to get more members, um, but thankfully everyone has. So you know be, it's going to be an interesting one this this year to see what what happens and and if we do get. Um, we, we do get some balance of power in that government and some new uh, new blood in there. I, I do see positives coming out of it, but I don't see it happening as quick as people may think it's, it's one of those things that I think it's going to be a slow road. It's been slow to this point, And we tend to be the ones that sit back and sit on our hands for 12 months longer than everybody else. You know, even if someone's slapping you in the face with a truth stick, you're still going to, you know, the government will still sit back and wait. Um, but you know, it's it's progress progress is progress um so you know as long as we're not going in the wrong way Mm. then um then it helps
2: seems like they were able to vilify this stuff very very fast and make everybody hate it really quickly but it seems like it's taking a long time to go the other way
1: Mm. yeah well well, uh, you know uh, hundred years near on of of people you know and of of media and and it being shoved down your throat Mm -hmm. um uh, and all the and all the propaganda and oh, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad. Yeah, you know, there's there's generations of people now that that's that's what's in their mind every sure. time they hear cannabis. That's what they think of. That's the know? only thing so, they've ever
2: heard their entire yeah. life. Yeah, we've got we've got multiple generations now living that, and it's going to take a
0: long time to break it. Hmm. Well, we'll get there. Just it's going to take a long Eventually. time. That's all. But in the meantime, we'll just continue to grow our own cannabis at home.
1: And smoke our oh, own yes. cannabis from the world. Stop, That's the way. will stop is. me growing my own.
0: Even when it is legalized, mate, it's not going to stop me from growing my own either. I just I'll continue to do exactly what I do now, just regardless of legality. I ain't paying that stupid money they charge. Um. Anyway, yeah. So we have some forum news and podcast news, but we'll get to. Now, those stories are out the way. There's going to be some changes to the website, to pursesgrowing.com over the next few days. I've got a new theme, which is, in fact, an old theme that I liked, but we've been using a a new theme. It, it, It won't get too complex. There's lots of coding for me to change lots of different bits to make sure that it all looks nice and stuff. And I've done most of it already, but there's going to be little tweaks and stuff done throughout the week before I finalize it and use it as the main theme again. So if you see any major changes on the website, the forum's still accessible. It can still be used. It's really easy to use still, but there'll be small changes all over the place. So if you do see stuff, don't be concerned. It's just me fucking with things in the background.
2: I think it's Mackie just trying to make sure I'm awake in the morning when I go to the site saying, okay, where's that button today?
0: Yeah, that's right. (laughs) All the buttons are staying in the same place. It's just more, um, Uh, it's the homepage. Oh, yeah, I took a menu away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just Anxious, thought it was yeah.
2: redundant. Today, it's like, okay, the buttons are big. Oh, today, there are no buttons. Okay, what's he going to do tomorrow?
0: And that's because I'm going backwards and forwards <laughs> between the, the <laughs> two themes, you see. Yeah. So, but It's uh, all good. I know how to find my way around one way or the other, but it's interesting, it. you know? It won't be too much uh, different to what it is now. It's just the, the main difference I want to change is the homepage, what shows up on the front end. So mm-hmm. it's going to look nice, man. Don't worry, it's going to look nice. So we can
2: expect it to be a little bit odd or maybe buggy for a day or two?
0: Not even buggy. It won't be buggy. You just okay. the uh, the layout of just little bits, like the menu and the top mainly is what's right. going to be what's changing. But the forum itself won't change. I've already put, I've already um, added the plugins and everything, but I need to add, and I've done the coding for the forum so it doesn't really look any different. It's only the menu and above that looks different now. So if you're on the forum, it's not going to look much different. Only the top bit is like, the header and the main menu, but everything else will look exactly the same as it did before. The text might look a little different because it's using a, a different font there, but it's looking looking good. Uh, Mackie is moderating me. Who do I complain to? <laughs> complain to the admin <laughs> team, bro. <laughs> but um yeah, so give an eye for that. Don't worry if you see changes; it's nothing major. It will be fixed or changed pretty quickly, and. And by the end of the week, it should be done. And we'll either be on our old one still or we'll be on the new one. I haven't fully decided yet. See what happens. Uh, another one is mugs will be back this week. Yes, so they
2: are. They're coming yeah. back soon, aren't they?
0: Yeah. Man? Well, they're necessarily already here, but I want to get the yeah. right mugs in first before we get stuff printed and sent out to everybody. I've seen a few prototypes. They're looking good. Yeah, there's some new designs. Yeah, i um got like a load of buds in the background with the Percy's logo over the top. It looks mm-hmm. very nice. But uh, again, I want to get the, the the mugs with the green on the inside ordered before we send stuff out. So if you want a mug, you can have a Percy's Room or high on homegrown on the side with your avatar for the forum and your name put on there. Then let us know. Keep an eye out for a post up on the forum, which will be over there in the next few days. I just want to make sure I get everything uh, mm. set up properly so it looks nice before we send them out. Um, and then we have the Tommy Chong birthday session, which is just over a week away, a week uh, tomorrow it will be, so on Monday the 23rd. So make sure you, you, you book the day off and you, everybody can make it and come and chill with Tommy Chong and we'll smoke some weed and get high for his birthday with him. That's going to be super cool. Yes, so, it will. What is that make it? sure I've
1: got Sorry, oh. I was just going to say, I'm going to make sure I have my Chong's glass all nice and clean and ready to go. Nice. <laughs> good for that. Sweet, man. It's going to be good fun. I'm looking forward to
0: it. Mm. Uh, anything else there, Monkey? Anything else to add? Uh, well, Plan of the month is still
2: open. We've got a good bit of entries, but I do want to remind everybody, even if you don't think you can win plan of the month by entering your plant, you need to enter anyway, because just by entering, you get into a drawing to win three watermelon, melon, zittles, free after right. the competition's over so we'll, what everybody's name who we'll put a plan in there we'll spin the wheel and the winner's going to get three seeds w- whether you won plant of the month or didn't win plant of the
0: month that's right so get those entries in and then there'll be a poll and you might win plant of the month too so don't be scared that's true get involved. and get you, stuck in lightning could strike twice nice so there we go that's all the cannabis news for this week i think So, there we go, everybody. That was this week's cannabis news and events. If you have any news stories that you would like us to cover on next week's episode, then head over to percy'sgrowroom.com and just enter a thread into the high and home growth section. And we'll be able to cover the news from there. Alternatively, you can find us on Instagram. Just search High on Homegrown on Instagram. You can find us and we will be able to message us there. Same for Facebook, on Twitter, on any of those social networks. If you just search High on Homegrown, you'll be able to find our page. And, you know, drop us a like, follow, whichever you do on that social network. And you'll be able to message us from there. And we can cover news that you send to us then. So whatever's best for you. And this week's interview, we're going to have a super cool one. A little bit off topic. It's with Ben Bolin, who is the host of a show called Stuff They Don't Want You To Know, which is all about conspiracies and stuff. We had a great conversation with him a while ago, and I want to get that episode out for everybody this week. It's going to be super cool. Stay tuned for that one on Wednesday. You'll enjoy it. Uh, On Friday, we're going to be talking about temperature and humidity for growing cannabis. That's going to be in the Grow Guide section. So check that out, too. And of course, on Sunday, we have the live show. Don't forget as well, if you're a patron of the the show or of the forum or a YouTube member, there are a couple of interviews coming out this week too. And of course, we have the Tommy Chong interview, which is next week on Monday, the 23rd, 9pm, which is our usual showtime, 9pm UK time. So make sure you're free for that. Come and join us live on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash high and homegrown. But anyway, I'll let you go and enjoy the rest of your week. I hope to see you at some of these interviews. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you for the interview on Wednesday. Goodbye.